Welcome to Naked and Counting, the longest-running podcast serving the Afro-Latin dance community. I'm Magna Capel. And I'm Leon Rose. We're here to discuss the topics that you want to hear in an informative and light-hearted way. Hey, how are you doing, Magna Gopal? I'm doing great, Leon. How are you? Uh, not too bad, not too bad, you know. Things are things are looking good. They're always Life looking good. Great. Apart from my ingrowing hair on my chin, everything is great. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, just before we started recording, I was just telling um, Magna about my little uh, adventure with trying to get this ingrowing hair out of my chin, probably about one meter long by now. But uh, I'm not sure if everybody wants to hear that, but um, I thought I would share because I'm in a little pain right now. I'm pretty sure nobody wants to hear that. Well, you know. Actually, you know what? You never know. Well, you just asked me for a video when I take it out. So who's the weird one here? That's true. I do want to see it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see how long the hair is. (laughs) Anyway, back to uh, business, back to being naked and counting. You know me, you've danced with me many times over the years. You know, I like to have fun on the dance floor. I've, I've, I've been known to roll around, um, do all kind of crazy things. I remember being in Japan. I'm not sure if I mentioned this on the, the podcast, but in Japan, in the Congress, when I was over there, they had these barriers mm. on the dance floor, so which creates little pockets for people to dance. And it's really different. I've never experienced that before. So you, you see people queuing along the sides to get yeah. into the, to dance with the, the instructors. So uh, me and the, the project, we decided to dance with people and then travel across the room anyhow possible, jumping uh-huh. over the barriers, swinging underneath the barriers. Now, you know, I like to have a lot of fun. That's my yeah. point. And recently I was in a festival and I was dancing with this girl. And I'm, I'm dancing all night. I, I had a big queue. And it seemed that everybody that wanted to dance with me wanted to have it filmed. The first thing they did, would you like, like to dance? I said, okay, yeah, great. And then they grabbed the person nearest to them or their friend and give them a camera. And there'll be a, you know, that few seconds where they snap the camera to make sure it's right. Yep. And t- I'm standing there thinking, okay, all right. So I'm about, I have to perform now. It's no problem, no big thing. But my way of dealing with that is just by having fun. I, I like to have fun. That is my point. I like to have fun. And I'm dancing with this. I was dancing all night, but this one particular girl said to me, she stopped me in the middle of the dance and she said, can you be serious, please? Wow. Like, what? She said, yeah, be serious. You, you, you're not being serious. And, you know, that, that, of course, me being me, I went even worse. I, uh, <laughs> I of went. Of course <laughs> you did. And I, also, I feel like, do you not know who you're asking to dance? Well, I you know, I don't know. I've never asked me to dance, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, she's miserable anyway. Some of the people I, that knew her said that she's miserable, so I don't take that to heart too much. But um, have you ever experienced somebody getting mad with you in the middle of a dance? <laughs> yeah. Why so serious? Oh, very nice. Very nice. Dark Knight enters the room. Why so serious? If you haven't seen The Dark Knight, that's the Joker's line. Um, Yeah, I've had that happen to me also. It's usually happened with dancers who are professionals. Mm -hmm. More often than it's happened with 
the regular social dancer or Congress attendee. Because I feel like there are some professional dancers who have a certain outlook on the dance and it should be done a certain way. And they have an idea of what a follower is supposed to look like and do. So one, obviously I'm not the average follower, so I, I do. You are Magna Gopal. <laughs> Whatever that means. But obviously I am adding some creative elements to it. I also like to have fun. I, I like dances where I'm smiling and laughing with my partner versus just executing moves or even shines. You know, I like that playfulness. And I've had a, a couple of dances where the lead, I would do something and the lead would kind of give me this look of just follow, like <laughs> don't have fun. I don't, don't smile at me, just follow. And they would just have the serious look on their face the entire time. And anytime I would try to engage with them by smiling or laughing about something, they would have that, you know, that snide smile that's like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and then right back to a serious face. So yeah, I've definitely had it. And I never understood why, because I mean, aren't you on the dance floor to have fun? Like, why would you want to be serious the entire time i think i know why what it is is a lot of masters in this uh genre of uh music dance um a lot of masters are masters of one style so in order for them to enjoy that particular style because i know who you're talking about i'm not going to say the names but I know who you're talking about. And they're masters of their style. Right. And they're very much used to doing what they want to do and directing people in their companies, in their classes, to, to for people to dance like them or be able to follow their techniques. I understand that because at one point I was like that in the in the U in London. We only had the, we didn't have any outs that much outside influence. So we we were teaching follow and lead and be compatible with each other but that doesn't necessarily mean they was able to do that with anybody else and it wasn't and really until I started traveling extensively and realized hold on maybe everything that I'm doing may be creative but it doesn't work with everybody so I've had to develop a, a technique a style to be able to dance with anybody and everybody and still find my enjoyment and also be able to dance on what dance on any count any style. Well, see, I feel like there's that master thing, which I understand if you are fixated on a style and that's how you're teaching and that's how you train your dancers in your company. But when you're social dancing, it's about fun. So I don't understand, like I get the whole idea of sticking to a style or expecting something from your partner because of what you're used to or what you teach and what you train. But the enjoyment aspect of it, like being serious while you're dancing versus smiling and having fun and introducing laughter and play, that part I don't understand. Because why are we dancing? Why are we on the dance floor? Why do we go to a social event if not to be social, if not to engage with other people in a, in a normal way? Like even a conversation, right? Imagine having a conversation with a friend and you just sit there never smiling at them, never laughing about something that 
uh, a mistake or a slip up of what they said. And you're just sitting there seriously talking about things that are fun. Like that, that's the part, right? Like, it's not that you're talking about seriousness. Maybe you're talking about death. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you don't want to be smiling the entire time, but you're actually talking about these fun things that you have or that you did, but you're saying the whole thing with a serious face. That's what I would equate a dance that's so serious with a serious expression. That's what I would equate a dance like that to. I think, yeah, I definitely understand what you're saying. I'm just trying to understand from the other side because I'm not like that. So I'm trying to understand. And maybe it's a case of, um, you know, the, the, the balance between work and enjoyment. When you get to the point when you're working so much, you're teaching so many hours, even when you're on the dance floor, you're still in that mode. And when somebody's not conforming to what you've been doing for 20 hours every week for the last however many years, it can be kind of annoying. The other thing is maybe it's a personality thing. There are some people that don't have their personality is not. I know amazing dancers that on the dance floor, they don't necessarily have a, a person, personality that shines. Right. Like on stage, they would shine. You, you yes. see them smiling and really engaging and being dynamic. But on the dance floor, they look more dull by comparison. Yeah. So, you know. There's a couple of different variations of this whole issue here. And I think for those people who are serious about stuff, especially if you're a pro and you're dancing with someone who is not that advanced, or even if they're advanced and they're playing around, ultimately, like, go back to the connection and engagement with another person. And if you can't, man, say no. Like, who the fuck wants to dance with someone who's just looking at you in with an expression of almost condescension and judgment the entire time. That's what it feels like when someone's just serious the whole time. We want to dance and have fun. And I feel like smiling, laughter, all of those things and play allow you to break the ice, you know, allow you to recover more quickly from mistakes because you don't feel the weight of the mistake after the mistake has happened. Like if you can smile and laugh it off, then it's like, okay, that happened. No problem. Let's move on. You know, let's keep on finding ways to connect and enjoy ourselves. So if you're one of those people who has had to dance with somebody else who's serious, don't suffocate your own personality. If you're a person who smiles, keep on smiling. Because the, the last thing I would want and probably the worst outcome of it is the professionals who are getting all the requests to dance, dancing with other people with a serious face and influencing those dancers who are otherwise very personable and friendly and smiling, influencing them to be serious all the time because now they think that that's what a good dancer does. This remind me, reminds me of something that happened uh, recently. You were in Athens that time that we were at the festival, right? The first Congress. Yeah, the Toto something. Yeah, yeah, Toto Latino. Were you part of that group? Because I remember there was a group of us in backstage and we said, let's let's add a move to our routine. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> you remember yeah. that? Yes, I yes. I think it was the, um, the death sign for bullshit. It was something like that. I think it was the death sign for bullshit or something similar to that. And I remember, I, I remember everybody did that. 
everybody that was in that group did it at one point. They found a point to do it in their show. Yeah. And I was doing that the other day in a party with some friends. We were just talking. Um, I said, okay, let's let's do something different. I want you to do this move. I think it was like a, a you know this I'm putting my hand on my head this is not a, this is an audio podcast but I've got my hand on a my head like a rooster chicken you know a little piece of flappy skin and I told this guy to do that during the dance and he and he did it every so often I said don't do it tonight uh, I said don't do it tonight I want you to do it tomorrow when when you see me at a distance I want you to do that particular move and he did it and there was a girl as well his girlfriend, and she was doing this, like, lift her leg up wine move. And I said, you've got to do that with somebody that you don't know on the dance floor. And she did it. And I love that kind of thing. You challenge me on the dance floor to do something legal, I would probably <laughs> do it. And I tell you what, the next time, if that girl to dance, the one that stopped in the middle of the dance and that was upset and told me to be serious, if she ever 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 ask me to dance again and maybe she will i would probably see her next year at the same festival i think i'm gonna do a forward roll during that that dance nice or a backspin i'm gonna hold on to her hand and do a backspin <laughs> honestly i just feel like we limit ourselves so much when we could just enjoy whatever we're presented with you know have and, fun and- it's not so serious we yeah. came into this dance scene because it's a social thing. We came to have fun. Right. And I, and also, uh, even on that note, for those people that are even professionals, like try to go back and remember what inspired you. Because I was never inspired to get on the dance floor or this dance because I saw people doing perfect moves, looking serious as fuck. I wanted to learn this dance because I saw people smiling. More than the dance technique itself, I saw people smiling. And yep. I could tell that whatever they were doing, they were having fun. And that was the real inspiration. Cause I was like, it's not just about learning a dance. There are many dances, like ballet even, right? But why salsa? Because everything about this dance when I saw it was all about fun. And that's why I wanted to do it. And I've never lost that. In all these, you know, over two decades now, I have never lost that. And I hope whoever's listening that you don't forget why you joined and what inspired you and that you don't lose that that sense of enjoyment. And no matter who you're dancing with, especially if they happen to give you that serious face and you feel like you need to return the favor, don't. (laughs) You know, I went to those people. This is my advice to everybody out there. If you do come across somebody that has a miserable face, dance with them, have your fun, get yours. And then afterwards, whisper in their ear, listen to Naked and Counting. That should change their life. That should bring a smile to their face. There's an episode for everybody. There sure is. And don't forget to check us out at Naked and Counting on Facebook and Instagram, and check us out individually at Mr. Leon Bros and Magna Gopal. Don't forget to check out Magna's podcast. <laughs> Empowered with Magna. And if you ever have any suggestions for a topic on Naked and Counting, don't hesitate to contact us. Yes. Bye-bye.